Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. I'm joined today with Jamal Crook. It's Friday. Crucial Conversations. How you doing, man? Man, you know I'm fantastic. Can't complain. Making it happen. Yeah. All that, All that good stuff. How's quarantine? Uh, qu- quarantine is actually um, really good for the family unit, I think. Yeah. Um, outside of that, uh, you know. I, I, I'm I'm missing the interaction with <laughs> other people. Just seeing other people. You know, yeah, same that, that part. Our state had some bipolar issues uh, yesterday. It was uh, 79 degrees and not a cloud in the sky, and today it was 43. So, oh man, it's spring too, huh? It does that. I saw some friends of mine in Iowa that they had snow. Um, and I think Milwaukee, <laughs> same thing. So, I mean, it could be worse. Uh, 40 yeah. ain't bad, though. 40 is... 40 is... Yeah, is 40 is bus ramp weather. Like, that's good. Like, 40... Yeah. 40... 40 to 60 is good. I mean, it's what you want. Lower yeah. 40, high 60. You can, you know, wear a long sleeve without being looked at funny. Yeah. But it's not too cold. It's going to, you know, get on your chest. Yeah. That's a good point. So, um, I, I've uh, been up to some interesting things, and and uh, you know we did that uh, two week course, and that's taken a really interesting turn. Um, we got mm-hmm. some students in, some really active students in Arkansas, Pennsylvania, Indiana, um, Denver, all of a sudden. So, and, mm-hmm. and they're working on some interesting things, and, and it got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a lot of people asking questions now about, and, and, and let me state before I get emails, that people getting angry. Uh, mm-hmm. Not all, not all of the arguments are fair, but a lot of people are going like, okay, wait, if you guys got everything done in about 45 minutes, what are you guys doing the rest of the school day? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Now, now I'm seeing because I mean, like there, there's some teachers that are just figuring out e-learning. So the whole we got it all done in 45 minutes isn't fair because they're figuring it out. Right. And at the same time, some of our uh, complaints are also coming in the form of uh, they uh, I've heard that, that there have been some that just did it business as usual and that they took a bunch of pictures of the worksheets that they do. And so some parents are going, wait, you guys, this is the things that you do every day? Yeah. Now, again, not all, I'm not brushing a wide swath of saying this is education, but mm-hmm. this is going on in some places. And so there's there's been right. a really big conversation about, hey, what 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 do we, you know, what do our kids do? And and do mm-hmm. you think tonight, today's episode, do you think this is gonna well, what do you think the outcomes are? We like our parents going to expect more? Are right. we going to are we going to have more days like this? Um, are we going to be a bit more prepared for quarantine again? Yeah, you know, I think I think to I guess to kick this off, I think that people, specifically parents, are going to be more interested in the standards of learning and what their children actually need to know. Because if I'm at home right now, I had an interesting conversation with my, with my sister, and she was um, telling me how frustrated she was that, you know, my nephew was doing some math, but the math required him to know his times tables. 
but he had to like, it was taking him forever to process and give answers for the multiplication portion of it. And she was like, you just don't know this off the top of your head. Whereas when she, when, you know, we were growing up, our parents made us, you know, write our multiplication out. So before school could teach us, we learned multiplication, which paid dividends in school for us because we were like walking calculators, at least in multiplication. But um, to, to, to make the point that she didn't, she didn't really understand like, what, what is he supposed to be learning and why is he learning this now? And I think that's a question that a lot of parents should be, or that, are, that they're gonna start asking because like you say, if I'm coming home on a worksheet or this doesn't seem all that important, then why is my child doing this? So I think the parents being more involved in the what my child is learning, we should see more of that moving forward. So what do you, um, do you think that this is going to, this whole thing, again, this is, we're going to start from 35,000 foot view and look down. Mm-hmm. Do you think the whole, uh, like, let's learn e-learning fast. I mean, obviously, like, there's, this is the most interesting Petri dish ever, right? Yep. Mother, what, invention, necessity, blah. Necessity is the mother involved invention. Well, it was right. the necessity said you have to stay home. And so there's going to be a lot of reflection on what best practice was. But what, right. like, what do you think this is going to cause some major change? Do you think that maybe, you know, schools might consider doing three days a week and two days e-learning? Oh, no. Oh, no. You, no, 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 oh, no, not at all. Um, I think I think right now. So, like, for example, um, I know. So I work for the like eighth or seventh largest school district in America, right? And within my area, which consists of about five or six schools, I don't know off the top of my head, but less than 10, right? Secondary schools. There was one school that served 1,200 meals, right? To families with the uh, grab and go lunches because we're still obligated to a sense with the USDA and all that good stuff to serve food to the community, especially the kids that don't have it. That's why they have like summer lunch spot. If you're not familiar with it, but we serve 1200 meals, right? Uh, part of, part of the economic support that a school provides, I'm just going to say it like it's, it's childcare. If, if I, if I have to, figure out childcare three times or two times a week for my child, then economically I, I can't afford to send my child to school realistically. And then that's going to put low socioeconomic families at a disadvantage. That's going to put some mm. high socioeconomic families at a disadvantage because I may make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but I might have $99,000 bills. Yeah. Man, my mind was starting to race when you were talking about that. Like, because uh, so I, 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 again, not so, not all school districts are created equal. Mm-hmm. I, I know if, if I were in charge right now, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to worry, and again, I'm playing theoretical, yeah. but like I would almost want to move to a. We talk about flipped learning. We could like if things got to normal, but but you you brought up a reality that I just didn't think about, and, uh, and actually, I, without consulting my wife, she'd be like, "Are you kidding?" Who's going to take the day off now? And because I, right. you're right, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm wrestling with this because in some ways you're right. It 
is education child care? And the it answer is. is yes. Yes, yes. Like we can sit here like, no, it's more than, no, it's child. I'm looking forward to when my kids, like I've been paying into the system since I've had a job. I'm looking forward to when my kids can go to school. Now, like I'm an educator. So like, like I'm already, like I know the standards. I know what my, my children are supposed to be learning. We're going over standards now. I have a four-year-old, a three-year-old and two-year-old and they're learning, you know, got them learning some mixed kindergarten standards. So when they get to kindergarten, they'll be efficient readers they'll have the basis of what they need to learn and like i'm still taking responsibility for the education but for the for but but for the social aspect of life like man you learn more about life and how to operate in life just by simply dating in high school than you do in any (laughs) algebra class ever created boy you learn empathy you learn looking Mm. looking after the welfare of others you learn how to resolve conflict without putting your hands on people because you can't walk around hitting on girls. And I'm telling you, if any girl ever hit me, I'm calling the police, right? So it's like, like, like you have to, you you have to the the social aspect of school, and then not only that, like the connectivity that is within teachers. Like, man, teachers frame the world, right? Like everything or anyone who's anybody has to go through school and they have to be influenced by education, not education, education. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Kids don't go home, right? I mean, kids go home and talk about teachers, but kids never come to school and talk about parents. We spend more time with the future than anyone else in America. Like the future is literally in our hands. We have the ability to uplift. We have the ability to tear down simply with our actions and our influence that's why they have uh in contracts conflict conflict of uh interest clauses you can get fired for exploiting your influence in that child's life um so you so you have to we have to be aware of that like school like if this doesn't prove anything this proves the value of teachers in what they do or educators in what we do in society yeah i boy you 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 stole it away uh i was like wanting to go off on a tangent in the other way and i I can't argue that and sometimes i try to (laughs) i (laughs) uh, no i mean like you're right on all of it Uh, there's a part of me though that i'm and i'm not trying to go all ready player one on you Mm -hmm. but there may be a time where you know we may have to go for weeks and months on end of doing this again Right. And, so I, and, and and I yeah. think that we're going to be better prepared. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So so even even in this. Right. So the, like you said, like the one thing that we haven't prepared for is a viral epidemic. Right. Like Magic Johnson had AIDS, but like there was there wasn't a shutdown of governments, multiple governments. Right. Um, and And we can we can look back, you know, when. I say 18, what, 20 or 17, 20, when, when the plague was the thing, what the education looked like then, or if the Spanish flu, what the education looked like then. You know what? I've never read an article uh, talking about the state of education during any pandemic, right? They didn't have the resources that we have, but the number one thing that you read about any time, time period where there was struggle, right, was the outcome of the people and how they overcame. 
and how they felt during that time. So we have a responsibility absolutely as, as educators uh, yes. to speak to the to, to speak to the humanity now. Like now educators are being called upon. Like listen, if you're listening to this and you're educated ed- educating, you're doing your e-learning and you got 15, 16 assignments that you're giving these kids a week, stop it. Give them one or just maybe give them two more for the rest of the year. Like you have, you have to realize, especially in high school, some of these kids are the sole breadwinner for their homes now because mommy and daddy may have drove a Porsche before because they had a thriving business in office furniture sales or they were, they were a barber and, and, and they were Dr. Miami, but nobody's getting plastic surgery right now. Um, nobody's getting their haircut, right? And nobody's buying office furniture. So the millions or whatever you made or whatever it is that you did, all of a sudden, my child who works at Chick-fil-A, my child who works at uh, Walmart is now more essential and they're working 60 hours a week and you don't even know it and you're wondering why they haven't logged in to do your assignment. Yeah, I, well, you, you make a great point because um, right now, I think the word empathy is being thrown around for all the right reasons. Uh, sometimes you're know, like, you know, we, 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 you know, our kids need to be more empathetic and they're saying it in hypothetical situations It's no longer hypothetical. Mm-hmm. And I've, and I've seen a lot of people in some ways there's been like the, Hey, uh, let's all get to e-learning. And I understand like, again, it's a fine balance because uh, mm-hmm. I do understand when, you know, some people are like, you know, don't assign them anything. They need time to adjust. And that's true. But when mm-hmm. is it, when have you adjusted? And when do you move on? Because I mean, some kids are just going to milk it and say, I'm stressed and, and, and I get an A. And then some kids really are stressed. And they are, like you said, working at Walmart and, and mom and dad are stressed out. And I can't even imagine. Well, oh my gosh, I hate to even bring this up. Today in Indianapolis, uh, there was a domestic dispute. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, a, a, a female officer, 24 years old, wow. uh, came uh, to the to the scene, and uh, the man shot her to death and the girlfriend. And I, I bring those things up uh, just out of sheer horror, but like that has also been a warning of we're isolated and we're getting on each other's nerves and spousal abuse and relationships abuse. I, I'm mm, anyway. Sorry, yep. side tangent. I mean, like these no, are things no, I'm genuinely no, afraid of, and these are facts. Yeah, and you know what else is a fact? In in the the DOE or yeah the DOE Department of Education, like they're not requiring standardized tests, nor are they allowing administrators to evaluate teachers. So the DOE has sent a very clear message to us, and, and let me articulate what that message is: We're not holding teachers accountable for learning this year at all. So everything that you've done this year, all your test preparation, like we're not holding anyone accountable and we're still paying you, right? Because we're looking, or it's a weird, but the DOE is looking really, they made a great decision to look at the, the humanity in people, right? And say, well, we're not going to hold you accountable. So in turn, what should be uh, reprised is the fact that teachers, schools, administrate we should be saying, all right, let's work with the kids the best way we can. Let them know that, hey, you're not being held accountable for anything. Let's take the pressure off of them like the DOE is taking the pressure off of us. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't have it both ways. So yeah, if you're saying, hey, let's cut them a break, and, and we should. I mean, like, 
standardized. I mean, like a lot of states have said, you know, there's not going to be a state test. And I, I think it's the right call. So you're right. So, showing that so same grace. Right. So showing that same grace is, is important. What do you, what, what could you possibly have to like? And then you got to think too, like as, as an educator, like, man, this is your time. Yeah. Like hey, this is your time. You got a family too. Like don't, don't let the need to feel important overshadow doing what's right for kids yeah yeah for sure i uh, mm, yeah i I, i'm i'm really thinking about this one a lot is this because um the amount of and i think i just saw somebody uh write about it like there is no playbook for this everybody's trying to figure this out at the same time Right. And, uh, you know, uh, so the, the catch 22 is, are there any expectations for the rest of the year? And if there's not, should we just shut it down and say, adjust accordingly? Because if you shut it down, are you like, are, are you like, are you eliminating all normalcy? And like, so, so where's the balance? And, and I'm being on extreme on both ends. Yeah. Well, well, let me speak to it. Like, like this, you can't shut it down. Right, because if you shut it down, there are rules on how money is released. Right, FTE. No, I mean not even to shut down, but the teacher having a decision of saying, "Hey, today's online learning is deep breathe and be happy." You, you listen. You hit the hammer. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Listen, that's exactly what we want them to do. Like, like, like as a as a school leader, like, yeah, like that's a that's an that's an okay assignment. Like. Teach your kid how to cope during this time. What are you doing? Like have them check in with you once a week or, you know, write, write a little paragraph once a week on how they're doing. Like, like that's going to be the most significant thing because you're not yeah. teaching to a test. You're not saying that you got these standards. You don't have time. don't have this. And nobody's going to care about the quadratic formula next year. <laughs> As a matter I, of fact. I've got, I've got to give a shout out to, to a Grant's teacher. Um, when they were just starting to figure out, they had a couple of serious things and they, she is okay tomorrow. Uh, we're going to choose two people and you're going to play your favorite game and you're going to explain the rules to us. And we're going to kind of virtually play. I thought that was cool. That you like, we need, we need humans to like, man, listen, there is so much power and encouragement and just positivity. Like, like it, it's 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 almost magical, right? I was I was looking at um, like watching a clip of Will Smith. I don't know this dude named Lucas Joyner, who's friends with Jaden Smith. He did a video. I don't know if you guys seen it, but it's a pretty cool video. It talks about really Will Smith. Like he goes through all of his like movies. It's it's a really good music video. Will Smith saw it. He did an interview with a guy. Like Will Smith was tearing up. Because the whole song really pays homage to the career of Will Smith and how this guy like really looked up to him and all that good stuff because he got a chance to be around him and all that, you know, all that craziness. But like just to see like like you wouldn't think that somebody like Will Smith would be like all teary eyed because somebody said good job. Right. But like at, at, at any level, like encouragement and positivity, like it, it, it moves us to higher levels as humans, like, you know, saying how there are books written on just filling someone's bucket with positivity. And now you have the opportunity to develop the character 
of young people like like you've always wanted to like these are the we've had conversations about it like this is the time where you can say hey i've always wanted to teach grit to my students let's talk about grit let's eat whatever or let's let's talk about empathy let's talk about all the things that we can't teach you during the school year let's focus on the person yeah i like that i like that a lot i uh Mm. Matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin on it. Um, I think that's the best advice. Is that, and I think that that is where you meet in the middle. Um, hey, you know, we're still going to, you know, have the same expectations and the same course load and the same this and that. I think that that's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love grit. I love rigor. I love all those buzzwords that we like to use. But these are un- unbelievably strange times. And yet mm-hmm. at the same time, like you said, just not shutting it down, having some, having some uh, lessons on, you know, reflecting and, and being calm and, and being and listening and seeing what you can do to help, I, I think is really, right. really, really, really uh, a, a good thing. So yeah, I, shout out to all the teachers that are getting through and just understanding it. And, uh, you know, and obviously <laughs> the essential workers, I, I can't. I can't like, I just loved it. I I had to go to the grocery store and I just saw people thanking the the grocery store people. And, you know, when, when, you know, I, I've on our local news, there's stories of people leaving, you know, you know, little gifts and presents for the UPS driver and the Amazon driver and everything else. So I, I, there's there's a lot of people that I'm grateful for right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, how we're all going to get through this is is a lot of caring and a lot of compassion for sure. Right, love. Well, all right. Well, I'm sensing a part two. I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things we didn't <laughs> consider today, but we're gonna wrap it up. And uh, yeah, man, everybody out there, we'll get through this. This is Don Wesher. Jamal Crook reminding you it's opportunities everywhere.